Welcome everybody to the Nuggets of Gold podcast. Today we are going to be talking about Sam Darnold and the possibility of him being traded to the 49ers. And so me and Bo, we were talking about a couple options that trade uh, routes they could go. But I think that there's one that we both like the most. And it was the 49ers trading the number 12 pick back to 23 and then also acquiring Sam Darnold. So if this was to happen, it would probably happen on draft night just because you would see the Jets go uh, like tr- get quarterback at two. They'd probably go Zach Wilson. Maybe you see Fields there. I've been assuming that they would take Wilson, though. Just all the mocks. Yeah. I mean, they've been saying that. I don't know how accurate they really are. But, Bo, you can start out, man. What do you think about that move for the 49ers? Oh, I mean, personally, I've always been a fan of Darnold as far as like skill set wise, because the kid since he was at SC was unreal mobility, big arm, great accuracy. I don't think he's ever had much of a chance with the Jets because their system and their coaching, as far as weapons around him, never really that many great players around him. So it's kind of been an unfair start to his career. I could totally see him being a, a, a great revival story if Shanahan got his hands on his raw talent, you know? It would be a, I think it would be a good fit to bring into camp to compete with Jimmy, right? To push him. Yeah, so I'm going to say something that probably a lot of people won't like, but I think that if you trade this trade Sam Darnold and he goes seven and Josh Allen goes three in that draft, that those guys produce similar results. Wow. And, no, I, and I'm not I'm not saying that Darnold is as good. I because yeah. I do not think that he's as good as Josh Allen. I think Josh Allen is by far a better player. But I yeah. just think that the situation in New York has been so bad. Oh, toxic. Where you look at the Bills and like, yeah, they don't have the best run game, but they have a hell of a coaching staff. And he gets to throw to a super elite guy in in Stefan Diggs. And it's just like they've provided a system that really works for Allen mm-hmm. and there and he's been coached up. I mean, he gets better every year and that's of course him as well, like getting better. Yeah. But then you have the other side, like the complete opposite where Sam Donald's gone through multiple offensive coordinators. He's had Adam Gase. It hasn't yeah. looked like it's really worked at all. And like, you can't blame Donald in my opinion. Um, with- so it's not, so I would say like, that's not to knock Josh Allen. Josh Allen is sweet. I, I think Josh Allen is one of the, the probably top six guys in the league, top seven. He's, yeah, he's way up there, um, and he showed that this year too. Yeah. And he's just continuing to get better. But Donald, Donald, you said said it, man. He has all the tools. And he does. Man. He's very similar to Josh Allen, actually. They're 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 both mobile. They they're athletic kids that could really throw the ball. So I could, it's not that outlandish of a statement to say that because if he did have Buffalo's management and coaching, then that he he could definitely be having a completely different career right now than the disaster that it's been in, in with the Jets because, like, it's honestly unfair to bring a rookie quarterback in and not build around him at all in any way, you know? They drafted O-line, but they never really gave him any weapons as far as a star receiver, tight end, running back, like, no one that we could, like, of note, right? No one that's actually, like, talented enough for him to take the next step as a quarterback. And then – his best guy, Robbie Anderson, they let walk in free agency. Right, to the Panthers. So, And like, Robbie looked great this year. He, he did, looked man. great in Carolina. Yeah, absolutely. He, he's not some super elite guy, but he's a pretty good number two. Like he's if a he's high, your high-volume receptions guy, which is like those guys are always so valuable. The Cole Beasley's, right, that Josh yeah. Allen has. Yeah. Those, and he, those... does have, 
he does have Crowder, and and Crowder by far is his be- was his best guy at the beginning of this year when Mims was out. Like yeah, in was- week two when the Niners played him, yeah. Like I think that was Crowder out that week. I think he was. Yeah. He, yeah, he and in- it, like there's no one. He's throwing no. to uh, oh what's what was the white dude's name? Oh, uh, he was uh, on the Braxton Berrios. Yeah, Braxton Berrios. Yeah, and like Dude. Donald didn't really do much, and then he just had that one sweet touchdown. And it's like you can see the talent, you can see the fit in Kyle's system. Yeah, just on that throw, you could see how talented he is, right? He he evaded the rush. He was rolling away like it it was unreal. And you're just like, oh wow, this guy is all by himself, you know? Because <laughs> it's like it's it's unfair for a young quarterback for his development, right? His psyche, his confidence. Remember when he was famously quoted saying that he's seeing ghosts out there, you know? Yeah, it's and like, everyone loves to knock him for that. Yeah, but he's just being honest. It's like I actually respect that he says that, right? Because a lot of quarterbacks, they do see ghosts, but they will never admit it, right? Like Jimmy's seen ghosts many times, <laughs> right? We've seen him see ghosts, right? He's ducking them in the pocket, but <laughs> he'll never admit it. But like it would, be, it would be great to bring Darnold in just to see what Jimmy's made of. He's never had that guy, like a blue-chip talent behind him to push him right the fit would be perfect with Shani. yeah no it seems like a quarterback to just fits what he wants to do because because sam isn't like super fast or a guy that's going to run for a bunch of yards but he can move and he's a good player like where he can roll out of the pocket you can see him playing that role yeah, a lot. yeah. and like he can he throw a, on the move well too yeah he ran a 4 6 40 so he could he's got some speed on him you know what i mean like he could run josh allen ran the same 40 so like sam's athletic he, he was he was an all-state basketball player just like Josh Allen, you know, there, there's a lot of similarities between them. It's just one guy went to a dream fit. The other guy went to a nightmare fit. So the development went as such, you know? Yeah, no. And it, and it's unfortunate too. Like I, I, that's why a lot of these teams, like the lions, like why would the lions take a quarterback this year? It doesn't make any sense. They need yeah. to build up a solid squad. Yeah, um, you're right. and, and the jets, like, I guess it kind of made sense. I don't really know. I, I never felt like they, they were ready. Like they were, I didn't feel like, oh, look, they got this quarterback in a year. They're going to make that step. It was like, no, nah, they're the Jets. They're a horrible organization. Feel bad for Sam. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and like for the Bills, it, for the Bills, it was like, oh, like the, like the big thing is, and I'll be the first to admit, I didn't like Josh Allen coming out, but he, it was, I mean, it was the right pick. That was an amazing pick. Like it, he's totally turned their franchise around. They look like a team that might be able to compete with the Chiefs in a couple of years. I mean, next year they could. Yeah. Um, obviously, the the game this year they didn't play them very well. It was their first time on that stage, though. Yep, exactly. And yeah. and they looked really good against the uh, Colts because I think the Colts were were very good teams. Definitely. And Josh Allen stepped up to the plate, looked really solid. Then against the Ravens, a little bit a, a better team, I would say by far. Oh yeah. And they only put up seventeen points. Like the Ravens just had nightmare offense. Um, and then that game it was like it was like the first super like big time test where the other team was up to their level and just competing and i think it it takes a year of that you know like it's very odd that you see that like one of these teams just have like their first run to make it all the way it's usually that second year yeah it's true yeah the definitely buffalo is going to be a force to be reckoned with for the next 10 years with josh allen because they got everything that a team could want they got a good defense their their running game is where they need to improve though yeah, so. I like I like how we just totally started talking about Josh yeah. Allen a bunch because you whenever a quarterback's brought up, you have to compare him to the other guys in the class. In the class. <laughs> exactly, yeah. No, but it's Sam, true. I like Sam. I, I like I said, I think that he's one of those guys that just it's not we haven't had seen enough of him. The and of course the big issues are like, does he 
have a great feel for the game. I, I don't know if we can really judge them on that yet. Like anyone that's just running for their life, like, yeah, they got Beckton this year. It doesn't mean that their offensive line was good. The yeah. years before that they were horrible. Yeah. Um, and when, before they traded Jamal Adams and they had a little bit better squad last year, what did Sam go seven and six as a starter? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it, it's like, he's a Cali kid born and raised. So it would be a, a return back home. It would be a more comfortable environment. And as far as like, he's just a, a, a special athlete and he has the, he used to have a swagger about him before the jets kind of sucked it out of him. But I think it could return because as Niner fans, we got to remember Alex Smith, right? It was a nightmare of a start, and it, a lot of it wasn't on him. We, we, we really didn't help him out with coaching, with, with personnel. And as soon as Harbaugh came in and we, we started to develop the personnel that he needed, look at Alex Smith, right, the, the turnaround in his career. I think Darnold can have a very similar turnaround to his career in the right system, which Shanahan is every quarterback's right system. So <laughs> it would be no. a great – Yeah, no, absolutely. And it, it's just uh, – it's interesting, like, so – so this is the other kind of aspect of it is the whole contract thing, because we just saw Carson Wentz get traded and it's not the same thing at all. It's a risky move. I like it's risky for the 49ers because they'll lose whatever capital they, they have to acquire him and it's not going to be particularly cheap. Right. But if Sam Darnold comes into San Francisco next year and sucks, he's a free agent or like they don't have to pick up his fifth year. So True. it's you're, it's not that risky. Like you can just move on the very next season. Yeah, you just that's cut what's your interesting. Losses. And that's why I like that trading back in the first and letting the Jets come up because I think the Jets would like to do that. I think that's a better move than most most teams can offer because they're going to move up into twelve and they're going to be able to get another premium. Play. It is, yeah. And I mean, it's not the end of the world to have Jimmy G and Darnold as your QB room next year. It wouldn't. It would. I'm pretty sure Shanahan could work with that, and to trade down to what was the pick? 22. It wouldn't be 23. That wouldn't be a bad move because, as we talked about earlier, Aziz Ojolari is going to maybe be around that range, and he could be the perfect replacement for D Ford with that speed edge guy, and it would be a great fit for our team both both ways. Darnold and Aziz would be. That's what we got to look at it as, right? We're not just getting Darnold. You know, we're also going to get. A uh, uh, elite edge guy like Aziz, hopefully around that range. Yeah, and like it's a guy that's a speed guy. You know, he's not com- he's not a complete pass rusher, but they don't necessarily need him to be like that. If yeah. if you have Bosa, Kenlaw, uh, you have Kevin Givens in there. You got Eric Armstead that can kick in, and then you put that guy in on third down. He can yeah. flourish as a rookie. He can be he can step in, and he could be an eight sack guy as a rookie easily. Yeah. That that is totally obtainable for a guy. Oh, like that. He, if Kerry Hyder could do it, he could definitely do it. When you watch his, when you watch his tape, the kid is special, man. As far as ducking under the tackle, going around, he's got it all. He's got all the tools. He's got a great spin move. So like, it would be a great fit. And he's very similar to D Ford who's already had success in our system. So it's literally like a plug-in for D Ford. Yeah. It would, it would be a great move both ways. Darnold and Aziz. So, good package. So, Bo, before we head out, I want to ask you, do you, where do you, like, rank this option for the Niners at quarterback? Do you think, you know, do you, do you think this is the best thing they can do? Do you think it's a terrible um, thing? You, I mean, you seem pretty positive on it. Like, where do yeah. you kind of put it, like, behind or in between? Yeah, I'm not with the whole contingent of people that are really down on Darnold and think he's garbage and all this extra hyperbole, you know. I think he's had an unfortunate system and scenario. 
as far as like our scenarios, I would rank it probably our third most realistic best scenario after uh, Trey Lance. I mean, Deshaun Watson's one for me, obviously, if that's going to happen or not. I don't know. But Trey Lance would be two because I don't see us moving up for Fields or Wilson. I mean, I hope it happens, but I don't see that happening. So I have Trey Lance as the best, second best. And then I would put Darnold as the third best scenario. I would definitely rather – I'd rather have Darnold and his contract than Carson Wentz or Trubisky or any of those other mid-tier guys. You know what I'm saying? Because like you said, with Darnold, it's not that big of a gamble because you could always just cut ties if things don't work out at the end of the year. Yeah, exactly. And it's you're, like, you have that flexibility. That's what helps a lot. Um, yeah. I'm about in the same area as you are. I think – Maybe I'd probably put Fields above Darnold, but the thing is, like, it depends how much that price is to go up and get Fields. Exactly. Yeah. Because that, Fields is still a risky player. Yeah, definitely. So yeah. that's where it kind of depends. Is like, where, what is the market to go get these guys? Where if Sam's way less, then all right, you can have Sam. You can get him. And also, I will say this: I feel like it's kind of it has to happen. If they go get Sam, they're either gonna cut Jimmy, or Jimmy's gonna take a massive pay cut. In in the sense that he has to like win this job. Definitely. But I do think, and everyone's like, well, why would Jimmy do that? I do think there's value for Jimmy to have a resurgence and yep. to be good in Kyle's system. So I don't know if that's the case. And then if Sam is like, obviously going to beat him out, then they'll probably just cut Jimmy. Um, yeah. I'm not sure how his dead money changes after June 1st. So that could be a factor as well. I think it goes up a little bit, but not too much. I think it goes from like four to six, maybe two to four. I'm not, I'm not positive, but yeah, it would, it would push him. It, it, it is either going to make him or break him. So it would be a good move either way, right? Because at yeah. this point, we got to start pushing, man. We got to start going for it all. And we got to we gotta really, really go championship or bust time. Because as a Niner fan, and I'm sure you are, we're, we're sick and tired, right? We're sick and tired of being Getting teased. so close. <laughs> yeah, having a super talented team with a super talented coaching staff and not getting it done, you know? It's enough is enough. So, like. We gotta make we gotta make moves. No more sitting on our hands. Yeah, I think the being aggressive at quarterback is something that we will see this offseason. I really do. I just yeah. think that I think that it, it's what Kyle feels too, and I think that's why a lot of a lot of us fans feel the same way. Is because like it seems like Kyle hasn't got to have that guy to, yeah. to truly flourish with, and I think that's just what everyone wants to see. That's right. But, uh, thanks, Bo, for coming on. Um, me and Bo are going to be on tomorrow's episode as well, so make sure to check that out. But if you like this this channel, subscribe. Um, if you're listening on a podcast, rate and review, do all that fun stuff, and then also like the video. So thanks again, and I'll talk to you guys soon.